Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a guest episode. We are so excited to have Kelly on the show. Um, You've guessed from the title of the episode, it's all about solo travel. Yay! Um, We will introduce her in just a second, but we wanted to take the moment to remind you, time is ticking. You (laughs) don't have too much time left to join our Instagram giveaway. We're doing a 60K giveaway to celebrate 60,000 listens of the show, which we are so excited about. We never thought. Yeah, all of these numbers are uh, as much of a surprise to us as to anyone else. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, we know we have a really good thing, uh, but we just didn't have, um, you know, expectations around what our benchmarks would be. And so, yeah, it's been overwhelming just to see how many people listen each week. And also just like we always say, the impact that we're making, because we hear from people about how much it means to them. And obviously, you know, no podcast can be successful without its listeners so <laughs> we really wanted to do something to celebrate our numbers to increase our impact and to say thank you to everyone yeah and so um we want to thank you guys by giving some stuff away um while also bringing people over to our instagram which is important um so go ahead go yes. to x files podcast that's our handle on instagram and enter the giveaway. We have instructions on our giveaway post there. You'll see it. It's hard to miss. Um, But the prizes. Okay. So here's what we've got. We've got an Illuminate Space soy candle. Illuminate Space is a female-owned small business specializing in small batch candles to illuminate your space. (laughs) Each candle is made with plant-based essential oils, natural cotton thread wicks, and sustainably harvested reeds. It's really important. Um, you know, you get these candles from who knows where, and they have mm-hmm. synthetic fragrances, which like disrupt yeah. your hormones. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. This will not be one of those yeah. candles. This is a good for you candle. So mm-hmm. check them out on Instagram at illuminate space to learn about their cool work. And they even have a small business podcast. So if that's something you're interested to check that out, um, and yeah, join our giveaway raffle for your chance to win. We love illuminate space and we love their products. Claire has some of them. Yes. And I have some of our next sponsors products. In fact, I just ordered my second box of uh, donuts by fossil fuel collective. Fossil Fuel Collective is a healthy snack company that provides all of the deliciousness of a snack without the sugar crash. I am in love with these donuts. They are keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, and absolutely delicious. I can promise you it, they absolutely hit the spot. And they are also a small business and they are based in Boulder. They are our neighbors. Hey guys. <laughs> and Ooh, I actually just ordered another box today. I called them because it's Monday and they actually fulfill orders just on Mondays. And I knew that. And the ah. reason they do that is because they're fresh, you know, they're, you know, sold hot off the rack 
and sent to you. So so you can get your chance to win your own box by joining the raffle. And if you would like 15% off your first order, please head to our show notes because uh, we have an exclusive discount code. All right. So it's so delicious. I, mm-hmm. I love yeah. them. They're so good. Really I gotta order another box. Them. Yeah. And then lastly, we have womanizer. Woo-hoo. So if you haven't tried womanizer yet, you're missing out. <laughs> um, suction based pleasure is a game changer for so many individuals. And we're just really excited to have them as a sponsor on our first giveaway. They will be sending one of their premium models. So $200 value right there. Um, and it's a smart pleasure tool. It only turns on when it touches your skin. It's so cool. Yeah. We haven't tried the premium model ourselves, but you know, uh, if, uh, it's probably better than their (laughs) original, what is it? Well, Okay. So I think think what Claire is trying to say is we are very familiar. We're familiar womanizer and its abilities. Um, Um, we do not have the premium model, which is just absolutely really top of the line as far as pleasure tools go. Bringing like smart technology into the bedroom. (laughs) Um, so (laughs) Yeah, it's a great way to make you feel like you're getting it each and every day. And, you know, man or woman, if you win this, like someone in your life is going to be really stoked that you won this. Um, And Mm -hmm. uh, Janice has heard Mm -hmm. that uh, men are also cool with uh, the suction-based pleasure. Apparently, it can provide a lot of pleasure for men as well, which I found out researching it recently. So we know we have... Listeners of all identities, definitely, you know, head over to our Instagram for your chances to win. I think that, like Claire said, everyone, anyone would be happy to get a Womanizer premium in the mail. So, yeah, don't delay. The giveaway (laughs) ends at the end of the week. Yeah. And we just cannot wait to start sending out all these treats in the mail. Yes. And there's like multiple different ways you can enter. You can accumulate more entries if you want to increase your chances. If you're in Europe, you can still enter. Yes, so please. go ahead, head on over to Instagram. And we look forward to hopefully sending you something. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for listening um, to that to our giveaway. We're so excited about yeah. it. And we are also excited about this week's episode, which yeah. is with Kelly Saavedra, pronouns she, her, who is a solo traveler, passionate about encouraging people to not wait for a partner to have adventures, but rather get out there and explore the world by discovering the joy of solo travel. I've wanted to do this topic for ages and we were so excited when we came across Kelly's work and lifestyle on Instagram. Kelly is a former expat who went on her own solo travel journey after her divorce several years back. So she also kind of, you know, has this cool story about how she turned her own breakup into an exciting new life of her own. It's really inspiring. She, you know, does not wait around. She is constantly doing really cool things. And we had a really, really great chat with her. We completely just fell head over heels for her as a person. And we're really thrilled to have her as a part of the X-Files community. 
Yeah, she's just the sweetest. And you can tell like how passionate she is about Mm -hmm. this and how much like solo travel has changed her own life. Um, So we go into like how her divorce and kind of friends falling through on one travel plan Mm -hmm. just really like started her new life for herself. And like she's just really really amazing and cool i think you guys are gonna really love hearing what she has to say we have some good tips head to the show notes because we link all the things that we talk about um or at least (laughs) most of the things some of the things is like you're you know you've heard of uh delta or whatever (laughs) yes we're not Uh, (laughs) spirit airlines Airlines and stuff so yeah Um, Um, but she did give some really cool ideas for some apps and things that you can use if you're planning a solo trip um if you plan your own solo trip as a result of this episode you know tag us so that we can cheer you on i'm a passionate solo traveler myself and i i can definitely swear by um what it can bring to your life Yes. And if you would like to continue to follow Kelly's adventures, please find her on Instagram at Kelly Ann Explores mm-hmm. and check out her evolving travel blog at kellyannexplorers.com. She is really taking this solo travel thing and making her own um, empire out of it, which I'm excited to see. Yes. Yeah, so let's dive right in and let's talk to Kelly. All right. Welcome, Kelly, to X-Files. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. We've been looking forward to this for a while. Claire is the one who discovered you ages ago, and we thought doing a, an episode on solo travel for a podcast that talks about breakups and, you know, designing the next chapter of your life just makes so much sense. So I'm yeah. thrilled. I was actually telling Claire before you came on that I was like thinking about this interview in my sleep last night, just every little <laughs> time I woke up, I, I just found myself thinking more and more about it. Yeah. So obviously it's been on my mind. Um, I also yeah. know the power of solo travel and what it can do. And I wanted to share that I actually got to witness uh, a client recently re- really lean into it and um, just being able to see the difference that it made for her, um, just really wonderful and exciting and life-changing. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, Seriously. we can't wait to hear all about it. I'm excited to share. To get started, let's just like get into the juicy stuff right away. Okay. (laughs) So we understand that you kind of developed a love for traveling solo or traveling. um, You tell me what following a divorce, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you like to tell us about that? Well, I guess I'll just rewind a little bit back um, to my childhood is my, both my parents traveled all over the world before I was born and I was always really enamored at what they were their stories and the places they went. Um, and I knew that's something I wanted to do someday. Um, so fast forward to college, I married my college boyfriend, um, shortly after I graduated college and, um, he was in the military. So that, you know, sends us around a lot. We ended up living in Germany for three years. Oh, cool. I had never been to Europe before. 
I had only been to like Mexico and Canada, like border towns. So my first international flight was moving abroad. And Germany oh, is no pressure. Germany yeah. is like different, different. Yes. <laughs> you know, you go some places in Europe and you know, it's not too big of a shock. You go to Germany and you're like, damn, you know, I'm in yeah. a different country. Totally. And there's wow. different rules and you know, traditions and stuff. So it was a little hard to adjust at first, but I ended up really loving it. Um, Mm -hmm. There were definitely some ups and downs in my marriage that were going on then. Um, But being able to live in Germany, I was able to go to a lot of like little towns, places I never thought I'd be able to go. Yeah. Euro pass. Right. (laughs) And like, there was a train station down the street from us. So like I'd hop on a train and go to like a town an hour away. Yeah. Germany, all of Europe is great for that. I also have lived in Germany and being able to go to these little, um, you know, different um, kingdoms, you know, just an hour away on the train. Right. I lived in Bavaria. So that was like very Catholic, um, but it has their own like traditions and stuff. And, but yeah, so you know, I got comfortable going to doing little things like that. And I knew I wanted to keep doing this. Like, and so we moved back to the United States after my husband got out of the, um, my ex-husband got out of the military. Um, there was, there was some verbal abuse, not some, there was a lot of verbal abuse in our, our marriage, emotional abuse, some financial abuse, um, that was happening over the years. And I tried to stick it out and I tried, I was hoping they would get, you know, he would change. It would get better. Um, I'm not perfect, but, uh, I, uh, it just, he wasn't treating me the right way. Yeah. And so, um, I was going to go on a trip to, um, Italy and, um, Ireland with my friend (laughs) and she ended up, um, bailing on me. Uh, not, not in like a negative way. She just, didn't end up having the money and then she couldn't, she couldn't get the time off. And, um, I was like, well, you know, I'm just going to go by myself. Like, you know, I, (laughs) I had lived in, in Europe before, so I was familiar with it, but Mm -hmm. I, um, I hadn't been to, I was going to Rome and then the Southern part of Ireland and I hadn't been to Rome yet. So I just, I booked a trip to Rome and I, uh, I told my friends and my family and, uh, my mom was really supportive of it because she's solo traveled when, before I was born. Um, but my friends and, uh, other family members thought I was kind of crazy. <laughs> <Huh. laughs> Where in the breakup is this? So this is right before I was going to, so I, this is right when I was about to file for divorce. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yes. So Mm -hmm. I decided to take this trip right before I was going to file for divorce. I knew it was over. It, I, my self-esteem had and self-worth were just just destroyed. And I, I was, I wasn't going to let, um, anybody stop me. (laughs) I just Mm -hmm. was like, I have to do this for myself. Oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and so I, I booked the trip and I, I went to Italy. I went to Rome and I went to Ireland. I spent 10 days overseas by myself. Um, and, um, it just, 
made me feel really empowered when I was there. I just felt really um, strong. It was, gave me a lot of clarity. Um, and, you know, there's this, I guess, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say stigma, but there's, there's this idea that women can't do things by themselves sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. that we're weak mm-hmm. and that we can't, we need a man or we need to have a group of other people to do things like, and to me, it was just kind of my big, excuse my language, but big, like F you to <laughs> like, yeah, uh, go for it <laughs> to, um, to everyone kind of being like, look, I can do this. Like, I don't need anybody. Like I'm, I've been through hell and I this makes me happy and I'm going to continue to do this and um yeah I just felt really brave and it made me feel like I can do other things on my own and Mm -hmm. so when I got back from um the trip that's when I felt filed for divorce um because uh it just kind of changed my mentality you know um, mm-hmm. definitely still, there was still a lot of healing that needed to be done, but I think traveling solo, um, on that big trip made, um, big impact on me and definitely assisted on the, in the healing process for sure. That's yeah. very exciting. How cool. I wonder, were you able to kind of think things through because you were traveling solo? I mean, how did yeah. you feel, um, about your, you know, having gone on your own, do you think it was different? than an experience than it would have been if your friend hadn't had to cancel because I I kind of just did things on my own pace like uh that's one of the things about solo travel is you can do things whenever you want to you know what I mean I mean to a certain extent like you I could sleep in in the morning you know if I had a really late flight coming in or something I could have I could sleep in um obviously I did book some like group tours to not make me feel so alone. Um, I had a, like a great food tour that I went on and, um, a tour of the Vatican. And, um, so it was nice to be around other people, but, you know, after that tour, it was like, well, what am I going to do today? Like, well, I think I'm just going to stroll around the streets, you know, and Mm -hmm. someone else might've been like, well, I want to go to the Coliseum. I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I still did get to do those things. I just did them on my own time. Um, and it just, mm-hmm. if I was like, I remember going back to my hotel because it was so hot and I wanted to take a nap. <laughs> like yeah. someone might, else might not be down for that. <laughs> so um, yeah. definitely different experience than had I gone with somebody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you completely... Uh, do you travel with people now or just mostly solo you know mostly solo (laughs) um I do have a girl's trip planned um in January for Hawaii um so uh that's gonna be fun but a lot of times I just do it solo I have a lot of friends I'm in my mid-30s and a lot of my friends are married and have kids Mm -hmm. and it's just not as easy for them to take time off and go somewhere just go on a spontaneous weekend trip somewhere so I just kind of just if I want to do it I'm going to do it I don't want to wait around for anybody I know that might sound selfish but um there's so many people out there who just don't don't travel because they don't have someone to do it with and 
um, I think it's really important to just just get out there and do it because you never know you might miss your chance and I mean I'd rather do it by myself and wait around forever maybe never even get a chance to go somewhere you know yeah no that's amazing that's so cool Mm -hmm. Uh, that's amazing I'm so glad that you had this experience and I think um, I think one of the major fears for people, like it's almost comparable to just taking yourself out on a date alone. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, step one, go out to dinner by yourself. And then, you know, maybe step two, plan a weekend <laughs> somewhere alone. Um, but yeah, you, you don't need other people to, to be safe. Um, I think that's a main thing for a lot of women is traveling alone. You, you have these horror stories of what can happen. Um, you know, so like, obviously safety is a concern, but it's not something that should prevent anyone from going places they want to go. For sure. Definitely be aware of your surroundings and stuff, but to be completely honest, like on my trip, everyone, you know, my, former mother-in-law and um some other people were telling me like you're gonna get raped you're gonna get kidnapped you know trying to Uh scare me and it was like I'll be fine like Mm. I I, I'm not I know basic safety precautions right like um I'm not gonna do something stupid like um like you know get in a car with a stranger or something but um doing the in the entire trip I felt so safe like yeah. I, I never got hit on <laughs> just, like people say you go to Italy and get like hit on I've been to Italy a few times but Rome was definitely the biggest city and nobody ever approached me walking by myself like I don't know why I also come across this as well as soon as you tell anyone that you want to go on any solo trip it's automatically oh I hope you'll be safe. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) You know, which it's saying two things. First of all, that like this world is just this, you know, inherently dangerous place, you know, that no one should be going anywhere. And also that, you know, a woman, you know, must make decisions about, you know, exploring an adventure just based on what other people, you know, are willing to go along with or do. Yeah. I remember I went on a, just a short little road trip when I was married and, um, I, I met up with a family member and she was like, your husband is allowing you to do this. Mm. He's okay with Mm -hmm. you. And I just like looked at her and I was like, (laughs) I mean, really it's sexist. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess it's acceptable sexism (laughs) for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that, you know, the answer of society of, of all these voices as a whole is don't go yeah. unless you go with someone else. It's not like, yeah, the world is kind of dangerous for everyone. Like, let's make sure you're, you know, doing the right things and you're taking precautions and you're, you're not putting yourself into situations that could be more dangerous, but like, you know, we live in Denver. There's like a huge problem here with, you know, sex trafficking and things like that. Like everywhere in the world is dangerous. Like just because you're traveling doesn't necessarily mean yeah. like you're in 
more danger I think it's about being like savvy and stuff Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. yes being aware of your surroundings and just you know just use common sense yeah yeah (laughs) but cool so yeah I mean uh, are there other safety tips um that you'd like recommend for people yeah, so I wrote some down. Awesome. I know we're skipping ahead a little bit, but it just kind of naturally flowed. Yeah, no that's awesome. Um, so one of the things I do, like, I always tell people like where I'm going. Um, mm-hmm. I give them like an itinerary. Uh, like if I'm staying at a hotel, a hostel, a campground, or something like where I'm gonna be. Um, and I share my location on my phone with my mom most of the time, but, um, you know, anybody sometimes with friends or whatever, um, just in case, uh, God forbid I go disappearing. They have a general idea, you know, maybe where my phone is, where I might be, um, Mm -hmm. just, it's just like an extra step to like make other people feel comfortable kind of. And, um, I don't walk alone at night, um, unless it's like, if it's if, if I have to get back to my hotel or something like that I try and make sure it's not like a, across the big town like a big city I have you know um, a personal alarm that I have on my keys I'll actually I wonder if I can show it to you guys so I have this little personal alarm on my um, keys and if you pull this uh, little uh, stick I guess is the best way to explain uh-huh. it um, it sends off like a 120 decibel alarm sound. So it's pretty, pretty loud. There you go. Uh, nice. It really gets people's attention. I've ha- I haven't had to use it, um, but it's nice to have it with me. Um, I like to have the emergency phone numbers in my phone just in case of something, um, just in case, just in case something happens. Mm-hmm. Um what else do I have to do? Oh, um, yeah. Social media is so popular and we love to post, you know, about our stories and where we're at and our pictures, but I never post in real time. I, when I'm alone, oh. I don't ever do it because my account's public. Um, but, uh, you never know who's watching you, yeah. you know, and you can po- post a picture of you you know, in front of the Eiffel Tower, like right then and there. And Mm -hmm. somebody, if they're just even on their Instagram there and they see like tags or whatever, if there's a bad person out there, yeah, they can, they could find you. They could, you know, they could be on the lookout for you. Um, Same thing just in stories. I never say, if like I usually, if I'm traveling and I say, oh, I'm here, I'm really not there. Like it was probably you know, a few hours ago, maybe even the day before. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know why I, I do that to you <laughs> just uh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also I wanted to add that Uber has also made me feel a lot safer traveling alone because, you know, can't get lost. You can always, always get where you're going right. and, you know, they're now tracking your trip and lots of safety exactly. features. I was so. just going to say, I, th- I haven't taken one in a while, but I know they, they've been, um, updated their app with like little safety tools and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really like it. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, yeah, I think it's important also, you know, I think we have this fine balance of, you know, not traveling in fear, but being safe at the same time. So, um, I appreciate it. So let's get into some more of the fun stuff. Um, what would you say 
you know, your three favorite things about solo travel are? Um, so I definitely enjoy the freedom of solo travel. I like being able to um, do what I want, go out to where I want to eat, um, say I want to go to a quirky little museum or, um, you know, a show somewhere. I don't have to worry about what other, what another person wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it, it allows me a lot of flexibility. Um, also the flexibility of choosing when to go, um, mm-hmm. because again, not everyone's schedules always line up. So if I have, you know, I want to go on a weekend trip somewhere I have, and I have the time off, then I'm going to seize the opportunity and do that. And someone else might not be able to, and that's fine. We can plan something later to do together, but Mm -hmm. I, I, this is when I have time. And so I'm going to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, Another thing is meeting new people. It forces me to kind of I'm a pretty chatty person probably in, in general, I'd say, but it forces me to kind of get out there and, and talk to people. And, um, you know, I, I've met people in hostels from um, Singapore. Like I have a friend that's from Singapore now, like, and I, we just ended up talking cause we didn't have someone to like eat with. She's like, can I come sit with and eat with you? And I'm like, sure, you know? And mm-hmm. so I meet new people um, or I went on a road trip a few months ago and I was standing on a corner taking photos in a really small town in New Mexico. And I, I ended up meeting a nice guy who actually grew up in um, the same town as I did. Like, and I was in the middle of nowhere. Like, it was just, it was wow. so weird, but it was so cool. Like, and yeah. um, I still talk to that guy and we're friends now. And um, so just meeting new peoples, I think is one of my favorite things um, because you just, yeah, it forces you to get out of your comfort zone. You know, um, you, you have to talk to people when you're by yourself. Yeah. For yeah. One of my closest friends actually is someone I met on a solo trip. Um, when I was in Tasmania, um, there's a shuttle that you take to get to the fine arts museum there. And you can either choose, you know, one level where everyone, it, you know, just goes and kind of, they pack everyone in, or you can choose the, you know, the VIP area. And I'm like, well, doing the VIP, <laughs> you know, I was sitting next to these two women and, you know, of course they noticed I was American, which is conversation started when you were in mm-hmm. Australia and yeah, I'm, we're still friends. Like she's probably one of my closest friends and just, we actually ended up going on a wine tour and spending the whole day together and just completely hitting it off. And yeah, I mean, I'm not as much the type to try and do that, but it just happens. I suppose when you're traveling and having adventures with people around you. Right. And that girl that I met from Singapore, we, I was actually in Yosemite when I met her, I was on a road trip and I stayed in a hostel in the woods and, um, we ended up spending, you know, part of the day, the next day together, um, exploring, you know, the Valley in Yosemite. Mm -hmm. And then we went off in our different directions to do our hikes. And then we met up later in the day and, you know, it was, it was fun. It was nice. And I wasn't expecting that at all. I thought I was going to do mm-hmm. everything by myself and I was okay with doing everything by myself, by myself, but that's nice. the thing. It was gonna nice. have fun no matter what. Right. It was nice to find somebody who wanted to hang out as well. So yeah. yeah. And then, um, another thing is probably just about learning new cultures and going places you probably 
you might not think of going um, had you gone on a group trip with somebody, you know, um, mm -hmm. little, little towns here and there, like, um, that maybe you've never heard of and meeting new, like meeting people from those cultures and just learning about their traditions and uh, hearing the history about the towns and the history of their families. Um, I think that's just really awesome to, to get to know people and, and hear what makes them tick and how we're all the same, but we're, di we're different, but we're all the same kind of, you know? Yeah. Perspective. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It just I like I really like meeting people from different cultures and trying to broaden my horizons and just open my eyes and my mind with more and learn um, just more about them. That's amazing. It's a good example of what you can gain from solo travel because when you're with friends, you might not have that opportunity to you know um, learn about um, other other people as much because you're focused on your group which exactly. is fun and really great, but it broadens, mm -hmm. you know, your possibility of connecting with new people if you're yeah. not with people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not saying like never travel in a group again. Mm -hmm. We're just saying, stop making excuses mm -hmm. on going on trips. You really want to go on because, you know, a lot of our audience, um, you know, is going through a breakup there and, you know, they were maybe planning a trip with this person or, you know, I was just going to say about the breakup. Um, so I, I had my divorce, but I did go through a recent breakup with um, a, a guy I had been dating for quite a while. And we had talked about um, going to the Channel Islands this summer and kayaking the sea caves. Oh my God, um, I've done that. It's so fun. Have you, did you I did, go? I did end up going. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I have anything like set in stone but like it was on our list of like things to do during the summer and how like that would be really fun and I was like you know what I'm gonna do it myself <laughs> like you know yeah. so um you know it was only two hours from where I lived and so it wasn't like a big trip or anything but I was able to get in like really last minute and booked a kayak tour and a little budget hotel and I went and I did it by myself I mean they that's amazing and they were tandem kayaks everyone had somebody they were with and I was the only person by myself but <laughs> um, they there was a family of like five and I ended up you know kayaking with the, um, one of their daughters and I helped her you know um perfect her strokes a little bit and I I was so glad I did it because I was like there was a part of me that was kind of sad like that thought it might be sad because like this is something we were supposed to do like yeah. but I was like no you're good like you've done this before you can do it and this is something you really wanted to do like so yeah. do it girl you know and so I did awesome. and it was a gr the most beautiful day it was perfect it was it was amazing. So definitely oh. go out there and do it. Like if you had a trip with somebody planned and they broke up, like you guys broke up, you know, try, try going out there and still doing the trip. Cause it can, it, it'll make, I think it'll make you feel better. You know? You, yeah. You don't want to let that control your, you know, exactly your life and dictate how you feel. Like it might be a little sad at first, but I promise you, you'll probably feel better at the end, in the yeah. end, you know? Yeah. Right. Power through, power through that yeah. initial sadness. For yeah, sure. for sure. Ah, oh, that's so cool. I love, I, I spent uh, the last eight years in Santa Barbara. 
Um, so I was like right there. <laughs> yeah. Santa Barbara. Yeah. Awesome. I miss the ocean. Okay. Oh, so this was the picture of the dolphins that you had on your IG, Kelly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Good for you. you. Yeah. You take a ferry over, you go take a ferry from Ventura Harbor. Ventura, yeah. And then um there were dolphins on our way over. And it was yeah. so amazing. Like I was like in so, such awe. I was, it was a really special moment. That's so awesome. Uh, I'm all nostalgic. Okay. <laughs> um, so what has your favorite trip been so far? Do you think solo, solo trip? My favorite trip was my trip to Rome and Ireland, um, right when I was about to go through my divorce and, um, because it was so transformative for me. Um, it was the longest solo trip I've ever been on. Uh, it was 10 days. I had to learn to really step outside my comfort zone and, um, and, and talk to people, new people. Um, there were, I made some mistakes. I missed a tour <laughs> because I was going to say, let's talk about that. Yeah. I missed a tour, <laughs> you know, and, um, I, you know, a few years ago, or I might've sat there and cried and been really upset about it. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, Oh, see now I, this is why I shouldn't have done it. You know, but I just took a deep breath and I was like, all right, well, we're going to book another tour for another day. I have the funds for that. And now I get to go do something else instead, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if being on your own almost makes it easier to deal with things that happen because you know if something like this falls through what are you gonna do sit there and freak out like to yourself whereas you know I know with me if if I was with a partner it might just be you know bitching and complaining and what are we gonna do oh my god this is horrible and like even maybe getting in a fight whereas Mm -hmm. when you're alone it's like well, let's, yeah, <laughs> plans of change. let's deal that's with kind this. Of, that's kind of what it was. I was like, I sat yeah. there on the street and I was like, well, we're going to have to figure something out. You know? Yeah. So, um, you know, I went off and I did my own little thing for the day. And then I went and I booked a new tour for, you know, the next day or like two days later. Cause I was still going to be there and it all mm-hmm. worked out. You know, I, it, I figured it out. Um, and I was proud of myself because, you know, I handled something like that someone else might have been really upset about. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I just, I really liked being in Italy and Ireland because I felt like I really immersed myself in their culture too. Because um, while I did do like some group tours and stuff, um, I did go and like one of my group tour leader for a food tour I was on told me about this place called Testacio Market and um she's like oh yeah they have this big party today like or you know like um I suggest going down there if you want to be like one of the locals you know so I went out there and I figured out I figured out how to get there on the metro and I got to Testacio Market I was the only person there probably by herself who was American Mm -hmm. but we had a big party. It was like a big Italian party. There was food and, and music. And I just, I was so happy to be there. And I felt like, wow, like here I am little Kelly, like in Testacio Market room by herself, like, and she's, and I'm enjoying myself and I'm getting to listen to this 
you know, Italian music and listen to these people have conversations and stuff, even though I only know like a little bit of Italian. <laughs> um, it was, it was just <laughs> fun. I don't know. I just, it just felt, it felt really good. And um, it yeah. just, it, and even in Ireland, I, they speak English there, so that's easier, but um, you know, uh, my great grandparents are from there and I had, you know, time to explore that area and it just was I don't know just really put things in perspective and it felt really healing so I would say that was my my first that was my favorite um solo trip for sure oh I think that's lovely I'm really glad to hear that it was you know the trip that you planned around your divorce and I think anyone listening who's gone through a breakup recently having a breakup trip can really be quite healing. And I, I mean, I know for me, and it sounds like your experience was just like these little moments of, you know, hope and, you know, everything's going to be okay. And if I can do something like this so close to what's really a personal tragedy, then probably going to turn out all right in the end. Definitely. And I think it's important to note too, that solo travel isn't going to like solve all your problems, but it's a great tool um, in your healing process. Um, and I, I, I think it's really, again, like I said, it's transformative. I feel like I'm a different person than I was a few years ago. And, um, I just, I can't sing its praises, you know, um, well, let's get down to it as far as, so if someone does want to plan a breakup trip and they haven't been used to solo travel in the past, what are some of the basic things you should know or do or to get started planning um, a trip like yours? Yeah. So what I would say is the basic things that you should know. Um, Definitely, if you want to go on a solo trip and you've never done it before and you're scared, I would start small. So like Claire mentioned before, go out to lunch by yourself, go to dinner by yourself, maybe take a day trip somewhere Mm -hmm. um, and just really get comfortable being by yourself. Um, Then a weekend trip. Um, And then when you feel like you kind of, you know, understand how to be by yourself and um, then, then look at the bigger trips. If, if, if that's something you want to do, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, go, take that leap and go on that international trip to Europe or Southeast Asia or South America, wherever. Um, And uh, definitely look at the safety guidelines and do some research about your destination um, because you don't want to go somewhere that might be having, I don't know, a, a civil war or something going on. Right? <laughs> Certainly yeah, I mean, not. That's, that's pretty extreme, but you know, it happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also would say, don't be afraid to book a hostel. Um, that's a great way to meet new people and not feel so alone. Um, they're not for everybody. Um, you can book private dorms as well at hostels, but you can also do a like multi-person dorm. Yeah, just be flexible about where you're going um, and what's going to happen. You know, you because like I mentioned before, I had 
some hiccups on my solo trips and you just have to be flexible. So know that things might be a little, might, things might go wrong. Things mm-hmm. might, um, you might miss a train, you might, you know, miss a tour, but um, there's always a way to, to, to come back and, and, and fix it and be, just be flexible. It'll all work out. Yeah. Your iPhone oh. is your friend when you're solo traveling. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> yes. Google Maps is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Google Translate, cur- there are currency apps on there that'll help you as well. Um, and there's tons of blogs out there for it too. Mm-hmm. So you'll, you, lots of resources for you. Yeah. I, I love what you said about being flexible and it just like, I think the reason why we're doing an episode on this is because like solo travel can be kind of like this practice round that gives you confidence on lessons that you're going to need to like come to terms with in a breakup that things go wrong plans change sometimes the weather is terrible and you're not prepared for it like you know um it's it's teaching you how to like take care of yourself in like a very practical way but I think it has like emotional lessons as well that you then bring back yeah yeah I think that a lot of the things that you learn through solo travel can translate to other parts of your life as well so oh yeah um yeah it's a it's a great uh it's a great thing yeah. Put it on a resume, put it on your dating app. Well, Kelly might. Become <laughs> uh, an expert here. <laughs> you can be yeah. a consultant, a travel. Yeah. Travel yeah. consultant. That sounds like it would Kelly. Be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll work on that. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so we're starting small. Yeah. What's the best way to plan a day or a weekend trip? So I if guess it just kind of, I have, well, yeah, I mean, well, oh, oh, if you haven't, if you haven't, you know, I wanted to, what were you going to say? <laughs> well, so I got really, I, one reason I put this question down is because I saw that she posted a trip to Bisbee, Arizona, yeah. which is like one of Arizona's kind of best kept secrets. Really. It is this funky mountain town that is. So, kind of hard to explain, but anyways, you had obviously made a weekend trip out of it, right? So I went on a road trip um, to Alabama because my brother was getting married there in June. So I drove from California to Alabama, and then I drove from Alabama back to California. Um, it was after my recent breakup, so I took a little road trip, and I figured, you know, it'll we'll make an adventure out of it. So yeah. on my way back... Um, I was looking at places that I had always wanted to visit and Bisbee was one of them because my, um, my great grandparents or my grandparents, my grandfather was born there. They immigrated from Mexico to Bisbee. It was a big copper mining town. Um, and so I had always wanted to visit and it was kind of on my way back. So I decided, Hey, we'll, I'll spend a a day there. So that wasn't a weekend trip. It was, okay, sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. Yeah. But it was, um, it, if you're in Tucson or like somewhere in the Arizona region, like you could probably make a day trip out of it. Um, 
but it's a quirky little town and it's and it's perfect for a day trip because it's not too big not too small perfect yeah um, I took a, a day trip there when I was living in Phoenix with with my partner and uh, yeah really fun yeah so, sorry to interrupt I we'd love to know about your day trip oh yeah tips. no <laughs> um well I guess it just depends on where you want to go um some people are more outdoorsy so they want to go on a you know, a, a couple hour drive to a, and go on a hike, you know, somewhere or, or you just want to do more of an exploring a new town. Um, I, I think the best thing like I do, I just do, I have like um, little notes in my phone, like where I want to go, like places I want to see. Um, Instagram has like a nice way of saving and creating collection, Pinterest boards. Um, and then I do a little research. So say I'm going to, um, you know, Northern California and I'm going to be in the San Francisco region, like just kind of looking to see what's around there and like, okay, so I can take a day trip from San Francisco to Napa or to Monterey, to Sacramento, seeing, you know, how far the, the distances are. So then also like, say, from, like I'm here in Washington now, um, just looking at like Portland, say Portland's two hours from me. I want to do a day trip there. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to go online. I'm going to look at some blogs. I'm going to see what there is to do, some cool places to eat. Um, again, like I mentioned before, Instagram's great. There's lots of little places I save that I want to check out. Um, like how would you find information on Instagram for a trip? So I usually just search hashtags or okay. um, location like, you know, Portland or Seattle or San Francisco and kind of um, see what comes up on there like any cool pictures that that spark my interest I might add that Mm -hmm. and see if that's um, you know doable if it's going to be if that's something I could visit when I'm in town Um, yeah and restaurants yeah restaurants are great I love looking at food pictures and being like oh my gosh I want to go there they have a great uh that their food looks great they like that smoothie looks great that that yeah (laughs) there's usually like an account too there's like in each place like because I I mean I'm fairly new to Denver and Janice I know is too but like less new than me but there's like a Denver foodie Instagram and so I'm like always on that like looking to see like where I want to go out to dinner and try next so like actual accounts right and most cities have like a tourism bureau so they have an Instagram so like visit I mean visit California is huge that there's lots of things in California but there's like (laughs) yeah yeah like like, <laughs> like a, a huge economy yeah well I'm surprised a lot of people who've never been to California think that everything's like palm trees right and like oh San Francisco's right next to LA it's like no that's mm-hmm. like, no. or people who are, haven't been to the states who are gonna do like the states in a week yeah you know, I'm like no, no no New York is maybe a week yeah <laughs> you it's know like, literally <laughs> I mean even California longer. you can't do in a week 
no you i, I mean no. not We're well in california and there's <laughs> i haven't even been mm-hmm. so mm, i'm pretty that. sure it takes a lot a lot less time to drive fully across the uk than it takes to drive from the bottom of so, california to the top so, oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. For sure. i think it's like many hours more and also and just so (laughs) much to do in so many different places oh god I love California so much for that yeah but like so like there's and cities like only in SF there's that has um a bunch of stuff for San Francisco um you know Austin Texas has a you know visit Austin Texas Instagram you can go on there and see what they posted um and sometimes they tag people who you know posted a photo so you go to their account and then you see you know <laughs> what about blogs blogs are great too one of them that I really love um she's she used to live in Germany she's she's not a military wife or anything but she is married her name is Helene in between um she's Ooh. on Instagram and she has a great blog she actually sold all her stuff and they moved to Germany and lived there for a few years and traveled all over Europe because that was what she wanted to do. And she's done solo stuff as well. Um, but she's got tons of guides for different places in um, Europe and all over the United States as well. Um, there's another great one um, when we're talking about budget traveling and solo traveling. Her name is Lindsay and her um, blog is called One Girl Wandering and she finds tons of tips uh, or tons of tricks for you like travel credit card tricks um, just all kinds of ways to to save money when you travel solo Um, so she's great blog she's a great blog to read as well and cool um, Um, I will put this in the show notes for everyone and I mean I suppose this would be a great time to ask about how to afford it, budget tricks, um, little ways to get deals. As someone who does this a lot, I would assume that you probably have some go-tos or um, tips for people who, you know, maybe want to make it budget-friendly or at least be informed. Because I know when you're going out there and planning a trip, even if you maybe aren't overly concerned about funds, you can still waste a lot by not knowing the right places to go. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll say this. Most of my travel has been domestic and in Europe. I don't have a lot of experience like in South America or Africa um, or Asia. So this just applies to what I've done um, in those locations. So Mm -hmm. um, in Europe, if you are there like getting first get your flight to Europe um through you know there are their travel credit cards use your miles um but once you're in Europe there's there's tons of budget airlines they're the best oh yeah Ryanair um, Ryanair right. yeah I was just gonna okay. say Ryanair um I got a flight from Germany to um Dublin Ireland I think for 30 euros amazing. Um, yeah I mean it's a short flight the seats don't recline but it's like an hour flight. So, yeah. you know, if yeah. you can handle that, that's, it's a great option. Um, love budget airlines for European travel. Um, mm-hmm. I have not, I've only used one budget airline in the States, um, but I know 
<laughs> their spirit. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say I don't know how specifically want to get, but it's a it's a deal breaker for me. I have seen some videos on the interwebs. <laughs> the last time I did it, I said I I will pay extra. I'm not doing this anymore. I hate it. <laughs> you know? Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Typically, I don't usually use budget airlines in the States, but in Europe, they're great because the flights are super short and you can like great deals. Um, Yeah. yeah, um, Budgeting as well. Like I I mentioned before, hostels are great. They're cheap. You know, they're, you can get them for like as low as $20 a night at some places. Um, It just depends on your, how comfortable you are with that. Um, I really like using booking.com. Um, mm-hmm. I have, I've used them so much when I was in Europe that I get like, um, if you book so many, like, I guess, accommodations that you go up, like, a, they call them genius le- like levels. And so you go up these levels and you can get like a discount on a, a hotel or, um, you know, free breakfast included versus not included. Um so I like using booking.com. There's also this really cool place called Hip Camp. It's only in the United States and Canada right now. Um, but really cool accommodations, super cheap as well. You can, um, it's usually like, it's more, it's, it's kind of like Airbnb for the outdoors. So you can Ooh. stay in like a tree house in Santa Fe for $60. All right, uh, sign me up. Let's go. Hip We're camp. going right now. <laughs> Um, cool. have you stayed in a tree house have I you did. have you oh well it was a little tree house it was a very small tree house oh god <laughs> listen to her oh well, it was a tree house it was little though <laughs> that's awesome no, but so I, did it my... through, I did it through hip, hip camp in santa fe and i on my little road trip uh, a few months ago i just so i cool. wanted to not stay in hotels i wanted to camp and do outdoorsy kind of stuff um and I was like I had heard about hip camp a few months ago and I was like I'm gonna check that out and I was driving you know through through um I was gonna be near Albuquerque and Santa Fe is about an hour away so I just kind of saw what was in the area and it was like treehouse cabin in Santa Fe and I was like uh that sounds awesome (laughs) and it was sixty (laughs) dollars oh wow I want to do one of those like bubble like rooms where you can see the stars yeah, from your bed so cool. that sounds like in alaska fun. or like Iceland yeah or but it's <laughs> like temperature controlled oh, yeah. <laughs> well. yeah. oh, i also stayed on a farm in louisiana like <gasps> you know they had That's a little cool. cabin in their back on their farm and yeah yeah i recommend that i found a farm when i was in england on airbnb and it was, it was such a cool cool experience yeah sure. definitely so mm. there are there are like cheap ways to travel and do yeah. stuff like that if you're down for the adventure kind of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i'm trying to think what else oh rick steves in europe has a great app called the oh does he yeah you can do walking tours and they're free so um i was at the coliseum and and instead of paying for a tour um to hear about all the history of the coliseum i just downloaded his app and you just click where you're going to be at, like what tour and what city and all that stuff. Um, and you can listen to him tell you all the history about the Coliseum or Palatine Hill. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. There's so many resources. And like, yeah. honestly, I think that's where people get overwhelmed is like 
because it's happened to me where you go on Google and you're like, oh my God, so much information, so many blogs and all of Mm -hmm. these things. So I guess just, you know, start with one thing and go from there. Don't overwhelm yourself with all of the information, you know? Yeah. Cause there's, yeah. there is so much information out there and it is overwhelming. So you- I think starting with just making a decision about where you're going and where you're going to stay for me, helps with some of the overwhelm. And then the closer you get, you know, start making decisions about what you're going to do, but, you know, get the big thing out of, out of the way, just, mm-hmm. you know, bite the bullet, make the choice. For sure. And, and I always like to stay somewhere very central too, like okay you're close to public transportation, you the, the metro. Um, so you don't end up spending all that extra money on like taxis or Ubers or whatever. Like, yeah, that's it. a really good tip. Yeah. Are there some places that are better for solo travel than others? And like, how do you tell the difference? Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely think there are. Um, you definitely don't want to go somewhere, like I mentioned before, where there's you know civil unrest or Mm -hmm. you know um, a terror level that's really high I um I don't think that's probably a good place to go solo traveling (laughs) I support that (laughs) I mean I met a girlfriend who went to Afghanistan so I props to her Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would do that I just I mean not right now not right now yeah no for sure you know I'm um, which active. is sad because the you know these places yeah. have you know really rich history but yeah oh. <laughs> when it comes to solo travel and best places I think if you haven't done it before like um say you are doing that big trip go somewhere where they the people know English um if you're yeah American, um because uh while there is Google Translate and there's there are like apps and other ways to get around uh it's a lot more comfortable when you know um that the people in the destination you're at know how to communicate in your native language so um again for americans english is great i going to london england i feel very comfortable there because they all speak english Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah there's a there's a lot of places but i would yeah look into that Right. Mm-hmm. Um, even in Germany, when I lived there, a lot of people speak English there. Obviously, they want you to try and speak some German, but if you know English and they know English, like you're going to be able to get around mm-hmm. uh, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, definitely when it comes to, like I mentioned before, like dangerous places, maybe not somewhere that has like a really high crime rate. Um, I know there are places in Mexico that people have gotten kidnapped. Um, so maybe not go to those places like Solo. Look online. They have um, the, I think it's the State Department has, um, you know, travel advisories and stuff. So you can tell like where, what is safe and what is not. Um But don't be afraid to take risks, but also just trust your gut too, because Mm -hmm. um, sometimes things just don't feel right. And if it doesn't feel right, walk away, don't do it, go somewhere Mm -hmm. else, um, because your safety is the most important thing. Um, 
Yeah, agreed. I know I was in Malaysia and I was walking around and I came to an overpass and I I like almost couldn't move. Something was telling me like, turn the fuck around. <laughs> you are not going that direction. It was one of it was one of my favorite solo trips, but I just realized, you know, you do really need to to listen to that. And if you can listen to that, you then you can have a great time. You know, yeah. because you know that that's going to come in your mind if something isn't right and that you'll be able to listen to it and reroute your day. Totally. Like I, I've, I've done it before. Mm-hmm. I was in, when I was in Rome, I, you know, I, I walked down the street and I got a really bad feeling in yep. the middle of the day, but mm-hmm. I got a really yeah, bad feeling and I just turned around and I walked right back to the Metro and got back on the train because I just did not have a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And I don't regret mm-hmm. it because- I, my body told me no, and I, I'm going yeah. to trust my body. So in my mind. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All that extra information that isn't being processed consciously. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 We perceive things that we don't notice. Maybe. I would like to ask an unexpected question. Do you have any trips coming up or any holiday trips? So I don't have any holiday trips okay. right now. Um, although I d- might be going to a town called Leavenworth up here in Washington. It's a Bavarian themed uh, town. In the- uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, I've been there during the summer before, but I've never been during winter. Um, so my friend, I do have some friends who are going there and they, they, um, they invited me. So I, I might be going there for Christmas around Christmas time. Um, but, and I also have a trip in Hawaii to go to Maui in January, but again, that's a girl's trip that, um, a girlfriend and I have decided to go on, but right now I don't have any specific solo trips planned, but I'm very spontaneous and, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if in a month or two, I go on a road trip somewhere like for the weekend, (laughs) you know? So, yes. (laughs) Yeah, especially like moving to a new place. You're now in like a hub of all these new day trips you can do yeah. and uh, weekend trips too. Yeah. Ah, sure. I, that's I, awesome. I love being up here in the Pacific Northwest too, because I just love the trees and being out in nature and hiking. And there are so many cool places to explore. There's like, there's tons of places and I, I love it. Yeah. Literally everyone I've talked to who has moved to the Northwest or Pacific Northwest. Can you just call it the Northwest? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> they're always like, they just like fall in love and they're just like hardcore about it. Yeah, like, you're right. Yeah. Are you have, evermore? Have you um ever watched Twin Peaks? No, do I twin, oh, there's like Twin Peaks tours up there and everything. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. do I believe um that the beginning of Twin Peaks shows this place called um, Snoqualmie Falls which I have been to there's like a waterfall or whatever and a lodge Um, that's a really cool place but I've never watched Twin Peaks Janice I thought you were gonna ask if she's ever watched Twilight (laughs) (laughs) and I was like took a turn (laughs) but Twilight's in the also in the Pacific Northwest right it's it's yes in Washington (laughs) yes yes but I would probably not be in that enthusiastic about a Twin Peak or a, a Twilight, <laughs> a Twilight tour. tour. Undoubtedly, there is one though. Yeah. Oh, there is. Yeah. My um, a few years ago, my friend wanted to go on a, a Twilight tour, kind of. So we went. I'm not 
a huge Twilight fan. Um, it's okay. Yeah. And, but <laughs> I, was, I was down for the adventure. So I was yeah. like, so we took a road trip to Forks and uh, we we did the whole Twilight thing. Yeah. yeah sometimes I mean, when you're the traveling. Or, what, just, sorry. Or just when sometimes when you're traveling, you do, do the kitschy stuff that you would probably yeah. think is dumb. Otherwise, it's like, yeah. you know, it's a kick. Well, yeah. it makes a fun story, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, I'm, I'm always down for an adventure. Uh, do you have any like last words of wisdom or encouragement for someone who like feels a lot of resistance planning their first solo trip, but does like, does really want to go to these places? You know, they're kind of like stuck. They're like, I don't want to go alone, but I really want to go like. Yeah, I think I would just say, um, take the risk um, and also try maybe a group tour first. Um, mm-hmm. On Tiki, G Adventures, um, those are a few places or a few organizations that offer group tours. And it's a great way to get your foot into solo travel without mm-hmm. actually having to do it um, all by yourself. Um they plan the trips for you and they usually give you some time um, to go explore by yourself as well. Um, Just also don't let people criticize you and put you down for your choice to solo travel. You are way more capable than you think you are. Um, Go out there, take the risk, see how it makes you feel. And you're going to probably end up feeling really strong, really brave and empowered. It's going to end up giving you more confidence and you're going to just feel so empowered to go out there and do more solo trips and just be brave and take risks in your life. I can't even describe to you how empowering and how strengthening solo travel has been for me. And I really believe that um, you can change your life through solo travel. You can use it as a way of healing from a breakup um, or any other kind of grief process um, or any kind of grief that you're going through. Um, it's it's so empowering and it's it's one of the the most amazing things I've done and I feel like a freaking badass every time I do it and I want everyone else I want all the other ladies out there to feel like badasses too and because they can do it and uh if I can do it you can do it it's possible (laughs) yes Yes. (laughs) I love it yes you are definitely a badass Kelly all of this is such good information and just the fact that you've had so many you know rich adventures Mm-hmm. is you know it, it just it's it makes you an interesting person it makes you a person that I certainly admire and am inspired by so thank you thank you I really appreciate that that makes me feel really nice yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm revved up and ready to go so yeah I, appreciate I think you there's on. gonna be a surge in like flights booked after people listen to this episode yeah. for mm-hmm. sure I know it's going to be really inspiring for people and I, I'm sure there's going to be like a ripple effect of other um, women and men solo traveling around the world and changing their lives too, just like you changed yours with the Italy-Ireland trip. Yes. It's awesome. Well, we look forward to hearing more about your adventures and we, we're, we're really appreciative of you. 
Thank you yeah. so much. I really appreciate that. So where can everyone find you and follow along, not in real time with your, with your location <laughs> tags? Um. Yeah. So I have um, an Instagram. It's Kellyanne Explores. So it's K-E-L-L-Y-A-N-N-E-X-P-L-O-R-E-S. Um, <laughs> cool. And um, I also just started a blog. I started a website. It's Kellyanne Explores com. Um, there's only two posts up right now. I'm planning on adding more, but it's going to be um, a blog about solo travel and um, just ways to um, solo travel affordably, more confidently, and also just some stories about personal development as well. Amazing. Right that's up our alley. That's amazing. <laughs> we will make sure to link you up all over the place and uh, make sure that um, we direct people to that. And I also look forward to to reading it. And good luck with that. Okay. Yes, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. We'll see everyone next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you like this episode, tag us on your Instagram story so we can connect with you. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at Claire Lottas. And me, Janice, on Instagram at Janice Formicella. If you'd like to join our online community, find us on Facebook at Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On.